It's Wednesday, yet another edition here of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist at 47 ABC WMDT. I'm Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik. Thank you again for joining us this week, streaming and downloading and uh, joining us just for a little bit as we talk all weather here in Delmarva, regionally, nationally, and sometimes if it's a world event, we'll get into that too. Once again, I'm joined this week by with uh, meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. Ulysses, uh, it's been a much quieter pattern, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a much uh, quieter pattern as of recently. You know, we've had some some nice days, especially, you know, this weekend. We had a good weekend overall with a good amount of sunshine on Saturday. Even Sunday wasn't too bad until the rain arrived uh, by sunset on Sunday. But overall, things uh, prevailed this weekend. It's been, uh, it's been decent, cooler than average, probably when you look at the numbers as a stretch here in the past several days. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of April was well above average. We had the summer-like conditions. We had the drought conditions. Yeah. We had the big rains two weekends ago, which was fantastic for the growing season and for everybody's lawns and gardens and you know for the farmers. I'm sure everybody was happy about that. And, um, you know, when we do these podcasts here, we record them usually on a Tuesday, they drop on a Wednesday. Uh, the drought monitor gets updated on a Thursday. So we talked about this last podcast. The drought monitor came out uh, literally the next day after the podcast dropped. So we're getting set for another one, but we want to still go back to that one from last week. After those rains came through, May 4th drought monitor looks completely different than the ones from the past several weeks. No, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, you know, Salisbury, Cambridge, and Ocean City points north. Uh, pretty much have uh, their drought conditions or their abnormally dry conditions pretty much disappeared across the area. So pretty much more than half of the peninsula now is, uh, is actually at least in the clear for now. And then further towards the south and when it comes to Accomack County, still no change. They've been dealing with a moderate drought since December, especially the southern half of the county. We do have abnormally dry conditions for parts of Worcester and parts of uh, Dorchester County. And the good news though is we've gotten a little bit of rain like I mentioned a second ago on Sunday and a little bit actually right now on Tuesday as we're recording this podcast. So that will help uh, a little bit when it comes to this situation. But, we, you know, at this point, we still do need more because even across the bay, um, there's still a good amount of abnormally dry conditions and just some small pockets of uh, moderate drought. And the thing is, you don't want to get uh, too comfortable um, just because you get one good rain doesn't mean you're, uh, you know, you should rely on just that. You're in the clear, right? And looking at the drop monitor map, obviously for everybody at home listening here, we're looking at a lot of Delmarva back to regular status, if you will, not uh, classified as anything um, uh, abnormally dry or moderate. And those are the first two levels of drought that we look at. Severe would be the next level, extreme, and then the top level will be exceptional. No one's anywhere close to that. But if you do go over on the other side of the bridge, a lot of central and northern Maryland also central and northern Virginia, are either in abnormally dry conditions or classified as moderate droughts still. And what sets us apart from areas across the bridge is the fact that, again, that weekend we had those two rounds of rain, up to six and a half inches of rain in parts of Delmarva. I mean, that was an incredible amount of water compared to much less that they've seen on the other side of the bridge. And their showers and storms in the D.C. and Baltimore regions and even in the far uh, eastern panhandle of West Virginia has been much more scattered. So um, that tends to perpetuate itself drought when you get into those situations. When we do have rain events, instead of being widespread, they become more scattered. So some people are picking up a quick inch, but you go down, you know, five or 10 miles down the road, there really isn't much rain uh, at all. And it looks like our patterns at least shifted from that. Recording this podcast on a Tuesday, I know we had a round of rain come through before sunrise and then another round here just before noon. So uh, at least for Delmarva, we're in a very typical climate for this time of the year where we, you know, we can have some really nice warm days. And then you can get these cloudy, cool, marine-like days. 
feels kind of like the Pacific Northwest almost with these showers that come yeah. through. And that is uh, typical for May. But overall, the climatology for May, obviously, we're getting into some much warmer days. Also with sunsets or after 8 p.m., you're taking a look at those numbers. So, yeah, so, so May climatology, uh, pretty much the entire month, we're in the 70s. We start off in the lower 70s at the beginning of the month, but by the end of the month, we're already seeing um, our temperatures already in the upper 70s for average highs. And our low temperatures, they actually start out briefly in the upper 40s, but by the end of the month, we're already into the upper uh, 50s. So, uh, and obviously, you know, we're, this is usually the month where we usually start seeing our first 90-degree day, uh, more widespread across the peninsula. We'll see what happens. I know Georgetown already hit a 90-degree day um, in April, but usually widespread more of a scenario in Salisbury, Georgetown, a couple other places see the 90-degree day. So it's really just a waiting game now to see when the 90 hits, if it hits this month or uh, going into June. But, yeah, definitely this is the month where we start seeing more of the 70s and definitely start seeing the 80s becoming more plentiful before the 90s really start taking more hold as we get into the summer months. And then when it comes to sunrises and sunsets, I've been talking about a lot, lot, a lot about this on the morning show is uh, because, you know, the fact that I use the sky cams a lot is we've been noticing that twilight earlier and earlier in the show, but now the sunrises are now taking place before 6 a.m. So that means that we are actually now dealing with astronomical twilight at 5 a.m. and even just civil twilight um, at 5.30 in the morning, before 5.30 in the morning. And then the fact that we're even dealing with sunsets now after 8 a.m. So it's really just a, a time of the year, you know, where if you really like the sun, you know, the sunlight, um, either in the mornings or in the evenings, uh, you know, this is really the time for you. It is. And you know, this is also the time of the year everyone's trying to get out or a lot of people are trying yeah. to get out to the beach. I'm included with this. Before the season really gets going, you get some of the better rental prices because we're technically off season still. Yeah. But you run that risk in April and even May here that you don't know what you're going to get with temperatures. This past weekend was a good example. It wasn't bad on the coast, but highs were generally in the 60s in the afternoons. We had plenty of sun. Uh, inland Del Marvo is much warmer. It's tough because of the water temperatures still. If you get a breeze coming off the water, that could set you back for how it feels there along the boardwalk and the beaches with that breeze coming in off that really cold water. I know some of the water temperatures are still in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, so there, it, there's a lag effect with that. Uh, obviously, war, water takes uh, a lot longer to heat up and a lot longer to cool down, too. So we're in that position where, although we've been having these direct sunlight days, it's taking a while for the waters to heat up. And um, it just overall, with the weather pattern that can be uh, rainy to sunny, can go back and forth in May a lot, it makes it kind of a crapshoot for these weekends for people trying to get out here and get some early beach time in before the official season starts. And we always say the official season starts, obviously, Memorial Day weekend. Um, but uh, one thing to note is that we're getting closer to Mother's Day here. And that old adage of, you know, don't plant before Mother's Day with the threat for frost and freezes, I, I think that we're pretty much in the clear for that going forward. We've got some cool nights here to round out the week. I know that we'll be in the 40s um, again Thursday morning in some spots, but you know, going into the weekend, the humidity starts to move in, and that's also indicative of the fact that our nighttime lows are going to be warmer. Daytime highs will be back into the 80s in inland Del Marva. It should be decent beach weather going into the weekend. So um, May has all of it, but as we go into the middle part of the month, we stop worrying about those uh, frost and freezes, and it gets to be a little more beach-like with our weather. No, yeah, absolutely, definitely. It's, uh, you know, it's more, you know, keep in mind that, you know, the, the beach weather is more of a thing. And also, you know, keep in mind that, you know, with the higher sun angle, you know, you definitely want to wear that sunblock more often. And it's 
we're starting to you know practice more of the, the summer type rules when it comes to you know keeping yourself hydrated uh, giving yourself breaks now that we're starting to see a little bit more of the 80s uh, coming into play and like you know rich said the humidity will also start playing a factor i know we've been starting to see the dew points starting to climb now in some spots to the lower 60s and even mid 60s right now so um, you know, unfortunately, we're going to start seeing those numbers continue to rise as we go through the next couple of weeks, you know. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, with uh, in the middle of May coming in here, of course, uh, you know, this time of the year, we worry about severe weather. We've yeah. had our fair share of it already this season. It has been much quieter here. But um, that's something that obviously is going to be an issue going forward. We get into the hotter months and uh, we get the thunderstorms that develop on Delmarva uh, that can you know, be big hail producers. We obviously have a tornado risk. We've seen that already with the big one that came through Sussex County. And uh, not to mention even the tropical weather that we don't really uh, start looking toward until later into the summer. But just your run-of-the-mill daytime thunderstorms and the lightning threat with more people being outside um, this time of the year becomes more of an issue. So yeah. um, looking ahead to that, we see that uh, there isn't too much in the way of major pattern shift to show any type of severe weather event, but they've been getting a lot of that in the Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest definitely been more active with severe weather. And also what's also interesting is like, uh, besides the severe weather, there's even, uh, I know uh, saw some reports in the last week or so where parts of Illinois saw uh, dust storms, you know, dust storms. I saw that, Carl, just a huge backup on the interstate. Yeah, I-55 uh, just south of Springfield, Illinois, the capital of Illinois. And the fact that uh, I was watching some reports and they were saying that they're more than likely, they did issue a dust storm warning. I think they were saying that it was more than likely possibly the first one they issued east of the Mississippi River ever. So the fact that the National Weather Service had to issue a dust storm warning and that's just uh, the fact, you know, it's just a giant storm with wind involved and just really reducing that visibility. And pretty much uh, over there, pretty much just uh, paralyzed pretty much a good chunk of the interstate where it's impassable just because of how bad the visibility is. It's uh, more of a common thing out in the desert southwest and out in the west, but the fact to have it out in the Midwest and, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with just, A, the fact that the winds are in play. Um, it was also the fact that we had that low pressure that was over parts of Michigan, the same one that kind of gave us the gloomy weather last week. It was really just slow moving, but it had a persistent northwest wind in play. And then the fact that even some of it has to do with the um, how drought conditions are playing when it comes to the soil. If the soil has been too dry, that's really going to just lift up that dirt and soil and really allow with that wind to really just uh, blow around and carry around and really just create a havoc for, um, um, you know, when it comes to that. If you had a bit more rain in the area, that would definitely help the situation when it comes to a dust storm. And take a look at some of the videos and pictures from that dust storm. Um, it does remind you of something you would see maybe like in the Phoenix area, Arizona, which they typically get those type of events um, because they are naturally dry yeah. and uh, their soil out there is uh, very dry compared to what the Midwest should be this time of the year. Our area should be this time of the year, but um, a very unique situation. Uh, they needed the rain, but just not in that fashion, obviously, with the severe weather coming through. So we're not the only ones who've been dealing with drought conditions, clearly, here in Delmarva. And just sitting in, within the region we talked about earlier with the drought monitor, we're actually in a better spot than a lot of the Midwest or a lot of the Mid-Atlantic. But the Midwest still dealing with uh, their issues, too. So with that said, I think that would wrap up this edition of WeatherWise. Of course, next Wednesday, we'll have some more insight on our weather patterns here. And as things are starting to get hotter and hotter across the area, we'll also have a look ahead into what we might expect here for the final weeks of spring as we get closer yeah. and closer to the beginning of summer. But thanks again for streaming and downloading. We do this every Wednesday, of course, and uh, we'd love to have you uh, give you... Um, 
an opportunity to let us know what you think, whether at 47abc.com, you can always send us a note. You can find us on socials, myself, Ulysses Garcia. We're all over Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. But again, for another edition of WeatherWise, I'm Chief Meteorologist uh, Rich Wordzik with meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. This is WeatherWise from the meteorologist here at 47ABC, WMDT.